God bless, ladies and gentlemen. God bless your brother Jesse Jarrow coming at you from North Carolina, USA. And this is Christian Thoughts. Interesting and inspiring topics on being a Christian but still being human, ladies and gentlemen. We are not live. We are doing a podcast exclusive bonus episode. What that means, ladies and gentlemen, is we're going to do a Part two, if you will, of what we talked about live yesterday on Christian Thoughts. Yesterday's topic, or the last topic that you guys have listened to, uh, was a divided church. That was yesterday's topic, ladies and gentlemen. If you haven't heard it yet, you can always go to anchor.fm slash jct, and there you will find the first part or the part one of a divided church basically where we started and where we coming from now where we're going to be talking about today today as I said if you will will be a part two of yesterday's topic Um, so ladies and gentlemen we will first recap and then continue on from there. Yesterday, ladies and gentlemen, to recap, we were on, uh, if I'm not mistaken, the book of Ephesians. Ephesians chapter, excuse me, when I get situated here. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12 was yesterday's base. And that'll be today's base as well. And we'll also use some more Bible-based verses. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12 is what we read yesterday. Excuse me, not last night, but yesterday. Um, And it read as follows. It says, For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. And so, ladies and gentlemen, as I said yesterday, uh, I said yesterday that, unfortunately, we are talking about this topic because um, we are a divided church. To be honest, we are a divided church. And it's, it's, it's sad to say, and it's sad to think about, but it's, it's, unfortunate truth if you will and as I said yesterday we aren't talking about ladies and gentlemen a church as in the the building we go to that has four walls no I'm talking about the church as in every living person who calls themselves a Christian a follower of Jesus every living person who says that they have been born again Every living person that says that they are born again, a born again Christian, they are they are a born again follower of Jesus Christ, that they are a born again uh, preacher, evangelist, uh, pastor, bishop, brother, sister, whatever the case may be, ladies and gentlemen, whether it be uh, Baptist, Pentecostal, uh, Episcopalian, Presbyterian. Whatever you want to call yourself. Uh, We are all 
born again Christians. We are all born again. We, as ladies and gentlemen, as we call ourselves Christians, that means we have been born again. That we have been, uh, we accepted Jesus in our lives. And because of that, we must remember where we came from. And we must remember how and why Jesus um, died for us. Jesus died for us, ladies and gentlemen. And when I say us, I mean us as in everyone. Every living being on earth. Christian or non-Christian. Jesus died for all of us, as I said yesterday. Jesus died for every single person, whether we would like it or not. Whether it be black, white, brown, purple, green, blue, violet. All the colors of the rainbow. (laughs) But that, ladies and gentlemen, is who Jesus died for. Every single one of us. Every single one of us. Whether we like it or not. And I heard a preacher say today that, ladies and gentlemen, you call yourself what you want to call yourself. You be in the, in the denomination of Christian of what you want to be in. But if you say you are born again, if you say that you are a born again Christian, you must treat me and I must treat you as my brother, as my sister in Christ. I heard a preacher say that. And they basically, they were absolutely right. I have, uh, we have here my wife who wants to... uh, Add a little bit to the topic today. Has opinions of her own. Hello everybody, this is Giovanna, um, Jesse's wife. Um, I just wanted to say what I think. Um, a divided church, like my husband has said before, we're not speaking about the building that's for walls no we're not speaking about the building we're speaking about the body of Christ and it's sad like he said before because we are the ones that go after our own we are the ones that look at uh, look at the flaws of our own and point them out in front of everybody and and humiliate them instead of helping them become better and if you see you don't see it you don't see it in other religions um how they um point out each other they go after their own you don't see that we christians we unfortunately do that more more than anybody else and that's sometimes why people that aren't christian do not want to want do not want to be christian and what we're trying to do what we're trying to do with this topic is trying to teach others the love one another that our purpose is not to be looking at each other's flaws. Our purpose is to pick up 
our brothers, the ones that have sinned, the ones have that have fallen, is to pick them up and help them become better. And our our other job is to to preach the word to the other souls. So our our main our main purpose is bringing more souls to Christ and not fight with one another inside of the church that's satan's um and in the bible it even says that that's satan's um job that he's gonna bring division inside of the church and inside of the christians yeah unfortunate but true Unfortunate but true. The Bible says, ladies and gentlemen, as my wife was saying, that devil is here just for that. To bring the vision inside the church. Or as the Bible clearly states, he's here to steal, kill, and destroy. And that is his three-step plan. That's all he has is his three-step plan. Kill, destroy, and steal. That's his three-step plan. That's his three-step lifestyle, if you will. That's all he knows how to do. And that's all he's going to do in every meaning of the word. Or every meaning of the phrase. Even if it means, ladies and gentlemen, he has to... Divide first. Divide and conquer, as as they say. Divide and conquer. That's that's the devil, that's the enemies, ladies and gentlemen, plan for the church. For not not for any other religion, just like my wife just said. Not for any other religion, but for the true religion, for the for the ones that follow his enemy. Our Father, God, and Jesus Christ. Not for any other religion. Every other religion is fine and dandy. Every other religion, ladies and gentlemen, will tell you that they are, or show you that they are together and united. But we as Christians, the one true religion, the one true uh, uh, people that serve the one true God... We are the ones that are getting divided. We are the ones that are getting divided. We say, oh, this denomination is is better, or Baptists are better than Pentecostals. Pentecostals are better than Baptists. Presbyterians, Episcopalians, Catholics, we're all better. We're all better. We have this, that, or the other. Now it's now it's a competition, ladies and gentlemen, inside the church. I said this yesterday. I said that some churches are saying that others are better than uh, that, that some churches are better than other churches some pastors preach better than other pastors some deacons are better than others and there's gossip and there's and there's competition there's hatred inside the church it, it's also it speaks 
about how some of us Christians, we, we divide ourselves by politics, culture, and race. And that's not, that's not the way it should be. And I remember uh, a preacher, uh, I don't know if you guys know her, her name is Priscilla. Um, she was saying, she was saying, I am not, I'm, I'm black, but I am not saying that I'm, I'm going only for blacks. I'm going for everybody, for everybody because everybody matters. She was saying, I'm a Christian who happens to be black. And so for me, I'm the same. I'm a Christian who happens who happens to be a Hispanic. So that's how I'm going to classify myself. I'm going to put God first before anything else. Because like I said before, our main job is to bring souls to Christ. Amen. That's right. It's sad, ladies and gentlemen, to see that even in politics, the Christians are going for first before God. It's sad to see that even today, in today's day and age, we're going for politics and po- and, 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 and towards politicians before God. And this is why I, I, I put this in the podcast, and this is why we needed to do a part two, because I couldn't have said this on the radio. There are some rules on the radio that I can't say, ladies and gentlemen. And so this is why I say it on the podcast. But unfortunately, ladies and gentlemen, we, even Christians today, are going for politics and and, and, and political statuses before God. If you're a, a Republican, if you're a Democrat, you're not my brother in Christ. If you go for this president or that president, you're not my brother because this president is better. No. Are we supposed to be following the politician or are we supposed to be following Jesus first? If you're, uh, if you follow this person or that person, if you follow Trump, if you follow Obama, you're not my brother anymore. If you follow Clinton, if you follow him, her, that, or this, you're not my brother, you're not my sister in Christ. No. Ladies and gentlemen, who are we following first? Who are we supposed to follow first? Jesus or the president? Jesus or the politician? The president of the U.S. or the president of, of, of whatever country... Or Jesus first. Like my wife just said, a preacher by the name of Priscilla, I don't know her last name, but she says it best. She says, just because I am black doesn't mean I'm gonna go only for blacks as Christians. Because first and foremost, I am a Christian who happens to be black. I am a Christian who happens to be black. There was a comedian that said, I am a comedian who happens to be Mexican. First, he's a comedian. And that's how we as Christians should put it first. I am a Christian 
who happens to be this, that, the other race, this, that, the other uh, uh, um, nationality. But first and foremost, we are Christian. First and foremost, ladies and gentlemen, we are Christian. Ladies and gentlemen, first and foremost, we follow Jesus. I say it all the time. Put Jesus as your number one priority. I say it all the time. All the time. We put, we are supposed to put Jesus, we are supposed to put God as our number one priority. Our number one uh, 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 worry. Our number one, ladies and gentlemen, the top of our list, in other words. At the top of our list. Not a politician, not a Democrat, not a Republican, not a liberal. No, we're supposed to be, ladies and gentlemen, following Jesus first. We are Christians who happen to be white, who happen to be black, who happen to be Hispanic, who happen to be Japanese, Chinese, Vietnamese, Pakistan, African, uh, uh, Haitian, whatever the case may be. We are Christians first. We got to see that in each other. We got to see that in each other. We got to see that we are Christians first and foremost. We got to see that in our brothers and sisters. No matter what their race or nationality is, ladies and gentlemen, if they are a Christian, they are first and foremost your brother. And if they're not a Christian, they are first and foremost your neighbor. And what does the Bible say about neighbors? We, talk, we, we spoke about it last week. We spoke, excuse me, we spoke about it yesterday. What does the Bible say about neighbors? Love your neighbor as yourself. Brother James said it best yesterday. He says it's sad that the world knows how to follow the golden rule better than we do. Better than Christians. Better than those that say that follow Jesus. It's sad to see that. It's sad to see, as my wife says, that people are going, that Christians are going against Christians because you're not a Republican. You're not a Democrat. You're not black. You're not white. You're not Hispanic. No. We are Christians first. We are not supposed to be divided, ladies and gentlemen. We are one body of Christ. One body. Doesn't matter if you're Baptist, Presbyterian, Episcopalian, Pentecostal, Catholic. We are one body. If you are born again Christian, we are all part of the same body of Christ. Some of us are ears, some of us are eyes, some of us are toes, some of us are noses. (laughs) Some of us are the heart. No, matter of fact, scratch that. The word of God is the heart. The head is God, the head is Jesus. But some of us make that face of Jesus all we need to do ladies and gentlemen is come together as one body because I'll tell you right now if the lungs don't work 
the heart won't either. If the lungs don't work, ladies and gentlemen, the bloodstream won't either. Hello, somebody. I don't know if you're, I don't know if you're, if you're understanding me today. If the feet don't move, ladies and gentlemen, Jesus' body can't do anything, can't go anywhere. If the feet don't work together, the body can't move. Hello. If the hands don't work, if the fingers won't cooperate, ladies and gentlemen, the, 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 the hand can't do anything. Jesus can't put hands on no one. Jesus can't heal if the hands won't cooperate with each other. If the fingers won't cooperate with each other. If the lungs don't cooperate with each other. Ladies and gentlemen, Jesus can't breathe. The heart, the word of God will... It won't be in this world. I don't know if you're understanding me today, ladies and gentlemen. We are one body. I don't know if you're understanding us. Me and my wife. My wife and I. We are trying to get a point across, ladies and gentlemen. One body in Christ is what we are. If you are born again Christian, you are my brother first. I don't care if you're black, I don't care if you're white, I don't care if you're Hispanic, I don't care if you're yellow, or purple, or green, or blue. I don't care what you wear. Because here in the US we might be wearing suits, and we might be fancy and everything. Because that's another thing, ladies and gentlemen, why we are divided. Because, oh, you can't wear pants. You can't, you, you, you can't wear pants at church. But what about in other countries, ladies and gentlemen, where that's all they can wear is pants? Even the women. And I said this once and I'll say it again. Pants were, were originally made for women. Not for men. Am I coming in clear? I know I have an echo here in the studio, but... I hope I'm coming in clear. Pants, ladies and gentlemen, were originally made for women, not for men. Contrary to popular belief. And pants, ladies and gentlemen, are worn here in the U.S., but in Africa, in Pakistan, and other places, ladies and gentlemen, they don't wear pants. Or maybe they do. But different kinds of pants, different kinds of clothing are worn in different areas of the world. So we can't show or we can't say that this, that, or the other clothing is against God if we don't even know what's going on in the rest of the world. That's another reason why they weren't divided because of what we wear. Hmm. Because of how we dress, because of what we wear, because of what we put on our body is why some of us are divided. Oh, you have tattoos, so you can't be Christian. I'm sorry, what? You have earrings, so you can't be Christian. You can't be a child of God if you wear earrings. You can't be a child of God if you wear pants as a woman. And you can't be a child of God if... No. 
Ladies and gentlemen, who, who are we to say what or when or why a person can wear some clothing or some whatever? Tattoos. Tattoos are irremovable unless you pay extra or even more than when you put it on. Do you not know that tattoos are more expensive to take off than to put on? Oh, buddy, you can't be a Christian if you wear tattoos. Who says that? Who told you that? Because I know some huge, very big and very uh, uh, big men of God. Men and women of God that have tattoos of their, because of their past life. But now today there are very powerful men of God. Very, very powerful women of God. And God uses them in such a way that we will be, that you will be shocked. Oh yes. Ladies and gentlemen. Why are we divided? Why are we divided as a church? Why are we divided as a Christian community? Because of what we wear? Because of who we follow in this world? First and foremost, ladies and gentlemen, we're supposed to be following Jesus. We're supposed to be following Jesus. The word Christ is in the word Christian. We're supposed to be followers of Jesus Christ. Followers of the teachings of Jesus Christ. That is the Google definition of being a Christian. The Google definition of a Christian. Followers of the teachings and miracles of Jesus Christ. Christian. We say to put the Christ back in Christmas. Huh. How about putting the Christ back in Christian? Before we put the Christ back in Christmas. And Christmas is coming, ladies and gentlemen. We're already in the end of October. We're already in midway October. So Christmas is coming. But before we put the Christ back in Christmas, ladies and gentlemen. Let's put the Christ back in Christian. Oh, I'm a follower of Trump. And so if you're Hispanic, you're not my brother and I don't like you. I'm a follower of Trump. And so if you're black, I don't like you. I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. I agree with the president. Sometimes I don't agree with the president. Because if he calls himself a Christian and if you call yourself a Christian, ladies and gentlemen, first and foremost... We are followers of Jesus. We are followers of God. We are followers of the word of God. And the word of God says that God loves everyone. God sent his son for, to die for everyone. Not just white people. Not just blacks. Not just Hispanics. Not just Japanese, not just Vietnamese, not just Pakistan. Everyone. I said this yesterday. 
And like I said, I couldn't say half of this stuff yesterday because on the radio there are some rules, but that's why I'm saying it on the podcast because I can say anything I want to. Anything I have to say. Ladies and gentlemen, hear me when I say. I'm not saying I despise or dislike or hate the president because I do not. But there are some things that I agree, but there are some things that I don't. And people that say I follow Trump so I can't... I, I follow Trump so you're not my brother. I follow Trump so I don't like you. You're following a idol first. Apparently Trump is your idol. What does the Bible say about idols? Do not make Trump your idol. Do not make anyone your idol, ladies and gentlemen. Thou shalt not make idols or images of this earth or anything below or above earth. If you worship idols, you are an enemy of God. You are not a follower of God. You are not a follower of Jesus. You are an enemy. Because you made an idol of the president. Because you follow the president before you follow God. Don't tell me you follow God. Jesus, you are worthy. Don't tell me you are a follower of Jesus when first and foremost you follow what the president tells you. And you hate Hispanics and you hate blacks and you hate Japanese and you hate immigrants. Who are we? Are we God? No. Is Trump God? No. This, I'm telling you, I said this yesterday, this topic is offensive and controversial. But it has to be said. Because of, because of... What is going on in the world today The church has been more and more divided We have become more and more divided Because of what is going on in the world today What happened Ladies and gentlemen To us being united What happened to the United States of America? What happened to the to the Christian community who was the first people that's supposed to be united? Not divided, united. Hispanics only with Hispanics, Christ, uh, 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 blacks only with blacks, whites only with whites. No, that is not. That is not the U.S. I remember, and that is not the Christian community I remember, and that is the that is not the Christian community that the Bible talks about. The Christian community that the Bible talks about is those who are together, those who love their brother as themselves. To love your brother as yourself, and to remember what you do for or against. Your brother or neighbor (coughs) is for or against Jesus Christ himself. It pains me to see how divided we've become. 
and has, it pains me to see how divided this church has become or the church has become. If Jesus came today, how many of us would stay? How many of us would go with him? Not just because you think you're going to go, but because you are convicted, because your body convicts you, because you are sure that you are sure that you are sure that you're going to go with Jesus. Are you sure? Are you loving your neighbor like yourself? Or are you following the president before you follow Jesus? Are you loving your neighbor as yourself? Or are you gossiping against him inside church? Pointing fingers, as Brother James said yesterday. Pointing fingers against your brother. Are you loving your neighbor as yourself? Are you following Jesus' commandments? Do you not hate your neighbor? (laughs) When I say your neighbor, I mean everyone that you see next to you, whether it be at Walmart, whether it be at at Target, whether it be at McDonald's, whether it be at home, whether it be the person that lives next to you, the person that's across the street, the person that's across the, 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 the town, Everyone that you see every single day is your neighbor. Why? Because we all live on earth, ladies and gentlemen. We are all human. Contrary to popular belief, ladies and gentlemen, we are all human. We may not look alike. What a boring world that would be if we all looked alike. What a very boring world. God wasn't going for boring. God is not a God of routine. God is not a God of same. He is the same God, but he doesn't like the same things. As we say in Spanish, para los gustos se se hicieron los colores. Because of because of likes is what why God made colors. God is the same. God never changes, but that doesn't mean that God doesn't like change. Don't get the two things twisted, ladies and gentlemen. God is not a God of routine, of the same thing every single day. The same song sung every single day. Of the same creation every single day. No. God created all humans differently. Uniquely. (laughs) Uniquely. What I love to see. What I love. What I love. What I love to see. Is interracial couples. Those people can tell you why it is not a good thing to be racist, to be to be 
to be rude and racist. To insult other races and, and nationalities. Those people can tell you why it is not a good thing to be racist. To be, to be prejudiced against other races and nationalities. Interracial, couple, interracial couples. I love to see them. Whether it be white and black or black and Hispanic. Hispanic and white. I've seen it. I love to see it. <laughs> Whatever the race may be. Those people can say that they are both humans and two humans came together and fell in love. I love to see that. I love it. I wish I'd see more of it. And because I love to see it is because because they can say that they are not racist. They can say that, ladies and gentlemen, they have love inside of them for any type of human. Any type. Jesus is good. Oh, Jadip, those are probably just, just couples that are... Together for a green card or something. You're probably thinking that. Not always. I've actually met a couple of couples. (laughs) That weren't together for a green card. But fell in love with each other. That's God's love right there inside of them. That's God's love inside of them. And I say that because again. They can tell you. That they both fell in love. I met a, a Hispanic and white couple the other day. The woman was white. The guy was Hispanic. <sighs> it, it, it made my heart melt, honestly. Because I've never seen it. It was my first time seeing it. And I was like, you guys make a good couple. And she was like, don't get me twisted. She told me. She was like, we're not together because of what people say about green cards or whatever. We're together because we actually fell in love with each other. And you could see it. You could see that they had love. You could see it because they were not ashamed of showing that they loved each other. And I loved to see that. It got me so happy to see that. You could see that they were not ashamed to show the world that they were in love with each other. It's things like that that show me that God still is out there, that God still exists. It's things like that that show me that God is not a God of routine, that God is not a God of everyone has to be the same, that God is not a God of I want everything to be the same, 
No, God is a God that doesn't change, but he likes change. Who, santo. God is not a God, ladies and gentlemen, that hates change. He loves change. He loves to see unification, everyone united. And that's what he wants to see in the church, ladies and gentlemen. That's what he wants to see. A church that is united. No matter what the race, no matter what the nationality, no matter what the denomination, Baptist, Presbyterian, Pentecostal, Episcopalian, Catholic, uh, 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 Buddhist, whatever the case may be. If you are a born again Christian, you are my brother. You are my sister. I don't care what race you are. I said it already. I don't care what race you are. You are my brother. You are my sister in Christ. I don't care what denomination you are. If you are a born again Christian, if you say, I'm a follower of Jesus Christ, I am a Christian born again. I accepted Jesus in my life. I don't go to it. Maybe you don't go to a church. Maybe you don't go to a specific church, ladies and gentlemen. Maybe you don't go to a Baptist, Pentecostal, Presbyterian, Episcopalian, uh, uh, Catholic, whatever the case may be, church. But you say that you follow Jesus, that you read the Bible, that you uh, 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 follow the commandments to the tail, to the period. That you try and try every single day to, to, to stay in that relationship with God. You are as well my brother and sister in Christ. I don't care if you're white, black, Hispanic, Puerto Rican, Mexican, uh, Japanese, whatever the case may be. I don't care what you are. Because first and foremost you're a Christian. You're a Christian who happens to be one of those things or any or any kind of race, but you are first and foremost a Christian, as my wife said. She is first and foremost a Christian who happens to be Hispanic. I am first and foremost a Christian who happens to be Puerto Rican. She is first and foremost a Christian who happens to be Mexican. But we are Christians first. We are followers of Jesus First, that's what God wants to see more of. That's what God wants to see more of. So, may God bless your day, your night, and the rest of your week, ladies and gentlemen. This has been a part two of a divided church. That is all I have for you today. That's all I have for this topic. Saturday, ladies and gentlemen, on before Saturday or probably on Saturday, ladies and gentlemen, next week, <coughs> excuse me, we will have a brand new topic. We'll be live on, of course, on the radio, and we will be recording on the podcast. So, 
Until then, may God bless your day, your night, and the rest of your week. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, we are listener-supported. Go to anchor.fm slash jct to learn how you can support this podcast if it's blessed your life, if it is blessing your life, if you want to bless others, if you want to get the word of God out there to other people, support this bo- support this podcast, ladies and gentlemen, monetarily, or just continue listening. Be a loyal listener, and you'll be supporting this podcast just as well. May God bless your day, your night, and the rest of your week, ladies and gentlemen. Your brother, Jesse Jarab. On behalf of my wife and I, who had to step out right now, but on behalf of both of us, God bless and thank you for listening.